1: What's going on, everybody? and Welcome back oh, 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 oh. to another episode of No Other Pods. I'm Jimmy, along with my co-host Dan. Dan, we got a big one this week. It is a hashtag Victory Pod after we victory beat pod, Expansion Side Austin FC two to one in a thriller. Oh my god! You said thriller in vanilla, man. You, you heard my, <laughs> you heard my pew pew
2: over here. I, I pew pew. Those are finger guns, man. I was really
1: excited. <laughs> oh my
2: god, dude! Drop, <laughs> drop the beat. It was uh, it was loud. The voices kind of here. Uh, what what a time. What a t- what a time to be live.
1: It was good and it was nice that it, it didn't really rain. I mean, I mean it might have been a little slight mist here and there if anything, but yeah. the weather held off. So. Could have been worse,
2: dude. If anything, my fingers were a little chilly. Big deal. I had it was hoodie weather. <laughs> Life is good.
1: It was it was a little cold. I did put on my jacket. I put on my gloves. But then, you know, I can't type with gloves on, so I had to take them off occasionally to uh, to fight with the Austin fans that were in our mentions, so.
2: Yeah, nor the pod fights <laughs> with Austin FC fans, those crafty devils.
1: Well, you know, we just, uh, they they started acting a little big for their britches four games into their existence, and I think they're they're trying to push uh, Atlanta United fans out of the most annoying fan base in MLS chair, so we'll see. That's a
2: tough thing to do, but they're getting a little too big for the boots, all we'll right, see.
1: so. You know, I don't, there. I don't mind some, some banter back and forth, but if you're going to do banter, at least be accurate in what you're saying. And don't, they were making weird geography jokes that weren't accurate. And then uh-huh. they tried to come at us for being called sporting. And I'm like, you're, first off, your club only exists because your team owner extorted the league and what? held <laughs> Columbus hostage. And then, two, well, for, like Austin FC, cool. Yeah, great job. Good name.
2: You know, first off, uh, we might need some five-star reviews because Jimmy decided <laughs> to go fight with people who are most likely to give us one-star reviews. It's true. So thanks a lot, there, James.
1: There you go. There, hey, <laughs> you know what? This is what happens sometimes. Sometimes I, just, I,
2: I, I get a text. I get a text from Jimmy, and I don't always see them. So I saw it at like halftime, and it's I don't know if Jimmy was telling me or warning me that. <laughs> He's just like, hey, we're fighting with Austin fans, FYI, and I was like, "Uh, you got a mouse in your pocket? Uh, Who the fuck is we? I'm just just enjoying a game, brother. Right?
1: No, I don't know. I don't know if it was a tell or a warn or whatnot. Yeah, literally, all it said is, we're fighting with Austin fans. Yeah. (laughs) No context whatsoever. I was just like,
2: uh, cool. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it happens. And really, I mean, it was only a few Austin fans, like, but still, they were they were thinking. And then the one dude was like. I'm not new to the league. I used to be a Vancouver fan. And I'm like, you're not oh, helping yourself. How did you go from life, a Whitecaps fan to... That's what I said. I- it was after the uh, the second goal and we took the lead. And he said that. And I was like, oh, it's fine then. You're used to disappointment. So, <laughs> that's, you're
2: uh, used to this too, right? Ask your wife.
1: Oh, oh snap. <laughs> oh, uh, got we need got a em. soundboard Ding. of Sounders. Hell that's yeah. I Dude,
2: I got something to say real quick. I was in the bathroom at, at sporting. Yeah. And, and a gentleman goes, uh, I was washing my hands. And he goes, hey, Kuz. And I was like, hey, what's going on, man? And I don't know who anyone is because we all have masks. Right. I, I want to hug everyone. I want to be like, oh, my God, I miss <laughs> you. I'm Daniel. Nice to meet you. But I, I, you know, he goes, oh, I listen to the pod. And instead of being a gentleman that I am, I, I, I should have said, oh, sweet, man. What, what's your name? And I, he goes. I just said, "Oh, sweet!" Like I was just, like <laughs> I was just, I was so off and yeah. just messed up that I, I feel sorry. And I'm like, "So this goes out to my bathroom buddy. This this podcast is for you, bathroom bud." Who are you? Because let us it, know. It feels it feels different. Watch it be someone I've known forever. And they're like, <laughs> "It's Who Chris." are you talking about, dude? We went to high school. <laughs> no, but I was like, "That's cool, man." And I just, I'm usually a little more. Uh, you know, I'm a little, a little more friendly than that. I was just, I guess I was just caught off guard. I was like, How, how'd you recognize me by my mysterious eyes?
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> look, you know, we all can't have the bathroom relationships that Tim Ely and I have. So, <laughs> you know.
2: That's right. Jimmy meets, Jimmy meets all stars with his wiener in his hand.
1: This time, <laughs> as I was walking out of the bathroom, we, we didn't we didn't cross paths in the bathroom and have a conversation, but I was going out of the bathroom oh. as Benny was coming Crossing into streams. the bathroom. Oh, so. shit. Yeah.
2: So he was like, dude, you're not gonna come back in. And Tim said you had a great conversation. I'd like to talk to you.
1: No, Benny like, walked no, in. I
2: can't cross the streams.
1: <laughs> I think he immediately walked out because I just heard behind me. There are far too many people in there. Oh so my god. <laughs> he was not having it. But yeah, too many, too many poops. No good. Speaking of wieners, um oh, <laughs> we uh we we know we we uh we talked last week about uh, something cool, so a little partnership <gasps> that we were gonna talk about this week maybe and we we are allowed to say it now so
2: it's uh, happening
1: we we got something kind of cool that um we've had in the works for a little bit but we would like to let you all know that we're partnering with something uh with manscaped and support for no other prop no other pod it would help if i could get our own podcast name right Yes, you know, at least you got their name right. I got their name right. Let's let's <laughs> rewind and start that over. Support for no other pod is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Dude. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. You ever you, know, you ever done this? You ever used one? Well, Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0, and Lawnmower 4.0. It's pretty nifty.
2: It's pretty good. Yeah. I, uh, I, you know, I know some people that have had the the past versions, and they're like, "What's new on this 4.0? And I'm like, uh, "I'm pretty sure there's a light. So if you want to go dark shaven, you can. <laughs> but so, like, also, it's got like a safety
1: button for travel. Yep. 4.0, pretty cool. Uh, join the over two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. That's right, folks. This is the exciting part. 20% off and free 20%. worldwide shipping. We know we're worldwide. We have people all over the world listening to No Other Pod. And all you got to do to get 20% off and free worldwide shipping, use code No Other Pod, all caps, no space, at Manscaped.com. So, so uh, cool, dude! imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> so uh, we're one of the first people to try the new 4.0 and... As we've said already, the performance is crazy. The craftsmanship and details are insane. And yeah, I mean, the light is a game changer. I
2: like it, man. I like it. I, uh, I've never really paid much attention down there. Now, a lot of, a lot of women maybe turning off this podcast. Ladies, you can <laughs> buy this too. Why not? It can be Ladyscape. manscaped, manscaped, buy it for you ladies. Who cares? But I, I never, I never really spent enough time down there. And I'm like, why not? And if we're going to be on brand with potty humor on this podcast (laughs) why why wouldn't we partner with a body hair trimmer dude and 20% a freaking game changer I I love it man I'm gonna travel with it uh keep keep my boys fresh you know it's good times
0: yeah
1: Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and incredibly comfortable grooming experience their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology so now y'all can feel confident shaving the boys the yeah, upgraded man. trimmer includes a multi-function on off switch that can engage a travel lock so when you're traveling you take it with you it's got the ability to turn on the 4000 k led spotlight to give you that Yo, precision shave it's bright that's bright and you look we don't all have lights in our showers so the light is clutch
2: I think the safety switch is great because I once took my beard trimmer on a plane and it got flagged, bro. I was <laughs> like, and they were like, yo, this dude trying to blow up the plane. I was like, I assure yeah. you, I'm just trying to keep my beard clean. <laughs> so I don't have Long- beards anymore because people think I'm going to blow shit up.
1: Well, that's, you know. Not great. The lawnmower 4.0 <laughs> even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard lengths so with sizes one through four. And did I mention wireless charging? The new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction. We're getting all science-y. Electromagnetic Good induction. Have you seen induction? Battery lengths last longer. Is that a movie?
2: No, induction, dude. It's the technology. They got it wow. on stoves now, man. They got it wow. on stoves. Gotcha. You have to have special pans to cook this shit the burner nice. never gets hot. Well, that's kind of what this is induction technology to charge the battery, man.
1: Electromagnetic induction. So men, if you have been shaving with the same nut trimmer on your face, you've been doing it wrong. Who does that? Don't do that.
2: No person I'm wants guilty. to I, end up a pubes in their mouth. I've done that. I try to clean it no, as best damn, I can. No. But I, See, there's no getting around it. There's no getting around it. I still know what's in it. I'm like, I did it. I'm doing it right now. I'm Tasting my own stuff.
1: This is why you need the lawnmower 4.0. So it's time to get your own ball hair and body trimmer with manscaped to make me time the best time and enhance your confidence with some nice, smooth boys. And I just want to say, I was looking at their website. This is not in like the talking points they sent us or anything, but these stats were crazy. Independent studies showed that 96% of partners think bad grooming is a major turnoff, and 85% of partners prefer a man who is groomed below the waist. That's a lot I'm of people. I gonna lie
2: to you, dude. My wife came home and I was like, boom, what up? <laughs> and she was like, what is happening here? And I was like, you know what it is. It was crazy. And but it's a whole new world, man. I didn't know. And they have more than just trimmers, dude. You want a nose trimmer? Yeah, you do. You get freaking bushels of hair up coming out of your nose. Why yep. wouldn't you buy a nose trimmer? They got boxer briefs, which I have, and they're actually comfy as hell. I'm, I'm a fan dude 20% off doesn't just apply to this trimmer it's all their products dude and they have like you know they have like talcum powder or like a cologne or all sorts of stuff man it's it's a it's a website with a ton
1: of stuff they got a whole suite of grooming products so get 20% off plus free shipping with the code no other pod all one word all caps at manscaped.com that's 20% off and free shipping with code no other pod at manscaped.com Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. So yes. thank you all at Manscaped for that. And, and y'all check it out. Check it out. We would not tell you to go do something if we ourselves didn't believe in it. Trust us. Yeah. We check all this stuff out before we actually talk about it. This is a good one. So go check it no, out.
2: I wouldn't, I'm not going to pursue stuff. Like I'm big into fitness and if I wouldn't do something, I'm not going to recommend like you do it. You know what I mean? Right. Like when I was a personal trainer, I was like, nah, man, I'm not gonna have you do crazy shit that I wouldn't do. Right. Uh, but this is the same deal, man. I, I love it. And I've always, here's the thing. I've always seen the company and I'm like, I should really pull the trigger on that. And I never did. And now it's like, oh, I'm doing it. And I, it's, it's fantastic, man. I love it. And we, cool. we sound super salesy, but I cannot be more honest
1: <laughs> with right now. It's awesome. We're just excited about it. And this is our first time talking about it, but we'll, you know, we'll be talking about it's it our off first and on. partnership over the next few weeks and and yeah just check it out no other pod discount code for 20 percent off and free worldwide shipping at manscape.com so Guys,
2: this isn't just a a <laughs> code this is a partnership do you know it's what that cool. is we're basically married with manscape like we <laughs> you know till death do us
1: part man. do they know that i don't know if they know that but oh, you know, they know we're not going anywhere they know now that they're listening yeah so absolutely surprise 4.0 <laughs> so let's let's talk about this game a little bit because this was this yes. was a we, we have a victory pod which is great because we also
2: we just taught we just went from talking about my bathroom buddy to shaving our balls and uh just, <laughs> <laughs> just want to say those are not too those are not too they're not the same
1: thing okay <laughs> well you know no judgment if they are to each their own <laughs> yeah. so, whatever man sometimes you just need a friend as long as this consenting parties are involved then we are good with whatever uh <laughs> But this is a victory pod that almost was not a victory pod. Oh, this, uh, this was a little bit of a nerve-wracking game. And uh, What an emotional night. It was. The return of Matt Beisler, first time he was the back. The return
2: of Graham Zussi.
1: Well, that's, yep. Zussi came back after, you know, a long injury. Uh, and he came bashing.
2: back. None of you. Did we get questions about him? Did we get bashing on on the pod Twitter? We got
1: some questions will, about Zeus, but I, I will
2: cut a bitch. I don't
1: I don't think there were there were many negative questions about Zeus. Right. No negative so, questions, just
2: just calling I mean, him out right now. I just shut them
1: down. There's there is a couple that they were just you know, asking our thoughts on the performance of Zuzi. But oh, I got thoughts. <laughs> you got thoughts. Uh but it's uh you know, we're we'll be talking about that. It's it was an interesting time for Zusi to come back. You can't help but wonder, was there extra motivation to get back and play for the game when his friend and roommate and draft partner and everything else came back to Children's Mercy Park and Matt Beisler?
2: Dude, probably. That makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the lineup was uh, a, f- a couple of changes because Zusi was in there in the starting lineup, which I think surprised me a little bit. I didn't think he'd go from not playing to starting, but he was in there. Mm-hmm. We had Punchec. In at the right center back, so that was interesting. And then the midfield was Buzio, Ilié, Espinoza, and then front line back to Shallowy, e. Polito, and Johnny Russell. So, you know, I think well, sounded this, good to me. This is, you know, you, you look at it and it feels close-ish to a first choice eleven. I mean, there's still questions about. Well, Gattikinda is a DP, so you feel like if if it's a true first choice eleven, he's probably in there somewhere. But we knew that midfield was going to be crowded between Buzio, Ilya, Roger, Kinda, and Remy Walter. And then a lot of people were curious where Punchech has been with EC uh, being injured, and Kaveh Rad got the start last game, so this was Punchech's chance to to show. Uh, what's going on y'all can't see but dan's distracting me because he just put a picture of us (laughs) at media day as his virtual background in the midst of me talking so all of a sudden and his head is perfectly positioned to cover him in the picture so they're just like me off to the side and then dan so this
2: is i don't know man it's just it's just fun it's just fun. I've never been able to do background apps because I had an old computer, but now, now it's fun. <laughs>
1: uh, and then the starting lineup for, for Austin, I mean, there are some familiar names in here. Obviously, Matt Beesler, but, you know, Diego Fagundes, Alex Ring, Nick Lima. You know, these are some players that you've, you've heard of throughout the league. But a lot of notables. First, first time we've played Austin FC and they came in six points. So, yeah. you know, doing pretty well. Uh-huh. They got
2: talent, man. They got people around them, and they—they look quick all night, dude. They look fast.
1: Yeah, they—they they played uh, a welcome slash tribute video to Beasley before the game. That was, was neat. Cool. I mean, Beasley probably didn't get to watch that, right? He didn't, and that was the one thing that I felt was kind of unfortunate. And I don't know that you could have really done it differently because well, there's really it's no not good time. For us. I, but but he's I on mean, the
2: other team, and it's like we want to crush you. <laughs>
1: He was in the midst of warmups. I was watching him as it was playing. He didn't really look up at it. He didn't acknowledge it after anything. Although when he did walk off the field after warmups, he gave a little salute to the cauldron and then obviously we'll talk about what happened after the game,
2: but Uh, it's a business dude. At the end of the day, he's like, okay, I gotta keep, I gotta play for this team. Like they pay my, pay my check. You know,
1: I'm sure it was emotional for him. and, And he, you know, came out and austin was defending on the cauldron side first so he had to walk up yeah. toward the cauldron and hear the i believe chance and that was the first time that he was hearing those in this stadium and it wasn't for him so, yeah it was I weird seeing him in
2: a new jersey
1: i don't like it i don't like it well, i
2: mean i do like I, their jerseys though
1: well no they're fine i just <laughs> i don't like seeing bees in another jersey although i understand why it happened and i i think sporting probably made the right business move it's just one of those emotional decisions that you don't like as a fan yeah but you know the game gets going and sporting kc came out with a super high press and it was causing some issues for uh for austin to be honest but when sporting kc gets on this high press they're left a little susceptible to the counter and that's exactly what happened just seven minutes into the game john gallagher pulled in what i have to say an absolutely picture perfect cross from i don't even know who it was on austin fc but this this cross just perfectly curled around the back line gallagher pulled it in and uh you know he kind of touches it wide of of pulse camp and it's a tough angle it's a tough shot and he puts it in the back of the net and my biggest complaint here and i'm curious to get your thoughts what the hell was puncic doing not even attempting to slide to stop it
2: it's tough man that's tough it's uh for one, we didn't get any goals scored down on that other end. You know what I mean? It was all on the opposite end by the south stand. They they had quite the busy evening. Um, so it was weird to see that in in play. Really, I just thought, like, maybe Pulse Camp didn't do enough. But as you watch it back, it's like Pulse Camp did what he had to do. He tried to get big, and it went under his legs. I mean, that's, that's all a goalkeeper can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's people around me and you kind of eavesdrop and you hear people getting drunk and having conversations and you know, they're like, what does post camp do? Oh, it's garbage. Or what? Terrible shot by shallow. Why didn't, why doesn't he aim lower? And I'm like, excuse me, do you make every shot that you take in those positions? Like who the hell are you? Yeah. So these guys are doing the best. And is post camp, the guy? No, he's not the guy, but he's the guy right now. And damn it. If he's not trying.
1: I actually don't think this one was on pulse camp at all i think pulse camp did everything he could he came out made himself as big as possible part of this is just you know a good counter by austin part of this is puncic needs to at least try to slide i'm still convinced that you know or i should say i'm not convinced that if he slides he can't get there and, and kick that ball out from from the net uh it's going to be close but he needs to at least try um, yeah
2: so that the body kind of on the line. Pulse camp does it
1: yeah that, that, I mean, that that really sucked. And then what you were talking about with Shallow, he had a couple chances that he didn't put away. But, you know, 32nd minute, first off, this through ball from Roger is my lord. This was perfectly weighted, perfectly passed. Daniel takes one touch. And then uh, he's got a one-on-one with Brad Stuber, the Austin FC goalkeeper. And, you know, if Shallowy puts it a foot more wide to the right, it's probably in the back of the net but he's got Nick Lima barreling down the back of his neck. This is a lot harder than it looks to people. People think this is just like, oh, it's a it's a guaranteed goal. And you know what? If you look at the XG expected goals for this shot attempt, it's it's high for a single attempt, but it's still, you know, let's see, we're at the, it's a 21% shot attempt basically which means one out of five times the advanced stats say that that should go in so it's not like this is a gimme but
2: yeah no not, nothing's a gimme with shallowy dude shallowy shots are never wide open it seems like it's always contested and uh the dude's just on another level this year and and i think i i was peeping through the twitter accounts and someone said he's still riding high on that no other pod stock you know yeah
1: they a couple people mentioned it. I, I misread this. It, it was a 32 percent shot success, but still one third of the okay. time they expect that goal to go in, which means two thirds of the time it's not. So
2: it's tough, man. That's tough, and you know, I just it's tough. Other people need to step up because Polito's getting double teamed like a mother. Like it's crazy to watch, yeah. and Polito is taking people on. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you want to double team me? And he's cutting them up, dude, breaking ankles but someone else has got to step up. That's when Johnny has to do something. Daniel has to make goals and, and they will, and it's They'll get chances because I don't know, we got three games in eight days upon right. us
1: here. Right. Huh. Well, and Polito, if you look at his passing try, I looked at probably about the 60th minute mark. He's having to drop so deep to even touch the ball. The midfield's just not really getting the ball to the front line in a way that's putting Alan Polito in dangerous positions with the ball around the box. He's having to yeah. drop 30, 40 yards back and really just basically play what is closer to a number 10 position in order to and, and hold up in order to get involved. And, and that's not what we want ideally for him. He can do it and he's good at it, but that's not what we want. Right. So it's tough. Uh, right after Daniel missed that shot. Austin, man, almost had a galat. So Thomas Pachettino from way downtown, he curled this one right over the top of Pulse Camp and it was inches away. It bounced off the woodwork, but it, man, this would have been up for goal of the week. Yeah. Almost that would, would have been a backbreaker.
2: Half an inch down and that bounces like off the post and into the goal. Yeah. Like that was wild.
1: Yeah. It's, um, you know, SKC felt after that shot, SKC felt like they were, okay, starting to settle down a little bit. Uh, they started to look the better side. They go into halftime, down 1-0. And, and you heard from Peter after the game that, you know, at halftime, it, it wasn't exactly like, you know, they were terrified or, or, or they were worried. Um, you know, he, he basically said, you know, th- this happens and, and we got to come back and, and that's fine. And everything changed in the 67th minute because that's when Alex ring had a hard foul on Ilya Sanchez from behind hard and late gives him a second yellow red card. Suddenly sporting KC's up a man. And I was confused what was happening. Cause Alex ring stayed down for like half an hour.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who's hurt right now. What, what who's the foul on Is he going to call a foul at all. Right. It was, it was a late card. That's for sure. Yeah. But dude, they were, they were staying down all day. Oh my God. Like, and I brought my mom and my stepdad to their first ever game, bro. They kind of got into it. They, they were like, it was so funny to see. My stepdad's kind of uh, uh, into, he's a mechanic. So he's kind of into NASCAR, uh, definitely NFL. You know, my mom's not into anything, but by the end of the game, they were like, stop faking, get up. You know, they were like <laughs> yelling. And I was like, Oh, they've made it, you know, <laughs> they've caught the bug. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's infectious because everyone else around him is just booing, and it's like, let's
1: let's go, let's boo. It was it was bad. I mean, this was like Concacaf level of time wasting. It felt like by Austin. Yeah, it was it was super frustrating because they would stay down and they'd stay down forever, and you know they'd be walking and suddenly just flop down, and freaking uncle's not doing anything about it. Ted Uncle, the the, the center ref. Um,
2: dude, I got to hand it to Ted real fast. My, my boy Ted. He he would he lets them play sometimes when they're down he doesn't just ignore it he looks at him and goes get the hell up
1: he tells him
2: to get the hell up yeah Ted
1: except for the one time where an Austin defender was stinging down way in the back and sporting Casey had the ball and they weren't playing it out and the dude didn't have a head injury he was just holding his leg and sporting Casey were going into the attack and then Ted decided to blow it dead there okay I guess I didn't I I was later in the game. And yeah, it was down on the opposite end from where you were. And Johnny walks up to him and basically is like, what the hell? It's not a head injury. And Ted kind of yeah. shrugged, but that's not, a, there's no obligation to stop play for an injured player if it's not a head injury. And at that exactly. point, you got to know it's time wasting. It's not a serious. It's called injury.
2: a power play, bro. In hockey, it's a power play. <laughs> you just go. You're
1: exactly. Down, man. Go. But, you know, we knew because of all the time wasting, there would be a lot of stoppage time. Uh, we I knew more than there was, <laughs> there were seven minutes. Yeah. Uh, and we knew that, okay, Sporting KC, they're up a man. Now, if they're going to go for it, they got to go for it. And, uh, 74th minute, uh, Sporting KC almost pulled one level. Buzio got a little fancy in the box, got it to shallowey And this is when shallowey just hits it off the crossbar. And he, this was like the third time where he was so close to scoring. So close just one of those nights. But,
2: so, and you start thinking, by the way, at the end of this game, you might be like, Oh, you guys score a lot of headers. Your your defenders score a lot of headers. No, no. Our small midfielders score a lot of headers. Yes,
1: yes. (laughs) Well, and sometimes our small (laughs) midfielders rotate back to center back because we bring in a forward for a center back.
2: I, I said they should do that. I swear to God. I said, why wouldn't he do that? If we're going for a goal, you take a center back out and you put a forward in. And they did. They put Remy Walter in the midfield so he could kind of drop back a little bit. But then they put Kyrie up there. Mm -hmm. I was all for it dude yeah PV knows I'm probably gonna be on the staff next year I'm just saying (laughs) I called it it felt good
1: (laughs) yeah they they took out Kaveh Rad who had actually this was one of the rare times where a player checked in into the game because Punchec came out Punchec wasn't playing great he also might have been hurt it's hard to tell but Kaveh Rad came in for Punchec and then Kaveh Rad came out later in the game when Kyrie and Rhett Walter came in
2: right and people might have been shocked about that like oh why they taking Kaveh out well that's why because we needed a goal
1: yeah. Like, it screw had, defense right now. It had less to do with Cave and more to do with getting more attackers in the game. And exactly. It's a good thing Ilya stayed in the game because 82nd minute, Johnny off of a corner kick sends a dangerous ball in. And who other than the little Spaniard himself heads the ball right <laughs> into the back of the net, 1 1. And you know what? Eight minutes to go. We knew a lot of stoppage time was coming up a man. It felt like. This wasn't gonna end in a draw. That's very likely was was gonna go uh, a full three points for sporting Casey.
2: Yeah, with 15 minutes left, a whole a whole third of a half, essentially. Right. Like that's that's insane, dude. Right. It, and that uh, was oh, things were getting loud, a reduced capacity house getting loud. It was it
1: was hype. It didn't feel reduced capacity with the energy that was in the stadium. Nah, bro. At it that felt moment. Full. It was so fun. I,
2: and I I really thought, I thought we were going away with nothing. It was just sad. I was like, this is not our night. I can't believe I brought my mom. I wanted her to really experience a goal. (laughs) I wanted to experience that place as it gets crazy when a goal scores, the fireworks, the smoke. And when it happened, I was like, oh, thank God. I really wanted a victory, but we'll take a point. So there you go.
1: It's like when I took my dad to to his only sporting game he's been to a couple of years ago. We were sitting down in the cauldron, and it was the one where Beasley got the go ahead header late in the game, last minute oh, winner. That
2: was against Columbus, right there. I remember that one.
1: Yeah, the the pour one out for was the that, Columbus were we crew. With you. you might have. Did been. I
2: meet mean your dad?
1: You might have. Yeah, you might have. I might have met your dad. Uh, What's his name? James, James Esquire Mac. What's? Yep, that's it. James Esquire Mac. Fancy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was when uh, we were playing the club formerly known as the Columbus Crew, which yeah. you know, We'll get into that a little later because that's a thing, Weird. Um, <laughs> but 90th minute Sporting's pressing, Sporting's pressing, and we get a, a throw in that Polito has down by the touchline. He kicks it out. There, there's a ball. It's loose in the box. It's bouncing around, and I do not understand for the life of me how Ky- uh not Kyrie, Gadi Kinda got the power that he kind of got on this header from how far out he was because the ball wasn't moving super fast, but he somehow whipped that ball across the face of goal right past Stuver 2 one Sporting KC backflip. Gadi that was wild.
2: Uh, yeah, Gadi likes to do these starfish backflips and then kind of <laughs> land. I, I feel like he's gonna hurt himself celebrating, and that's not good.
1: No, don't want to do that. But man, however, that was... in, the,
2: in in the post game he was like. <laughs> I think someone asked him a question. And he just goes, I like, I like to score. Yeah. And I was just like, there it is. That's the <laughs> quote. I like to score.
1: <clears throat> yeah. We were trying to ask him some questions and he wasn't super talkative last night. There might be a little bit of a language barrier there, although he's done some pretty good interviews before, but it's Maybe also speaker tough. System too. Yeah. It's tough on zoom. And I could hear, I think it was Patrick from the Sporting yeah. KC comm staff was trying to relay the questions to him from us. Right. But, uh, man what a night two one sporting game. well then we had to hold on for seven minutes because you know suddenly that stoppage time becomes can they hold on but we almost scored a few more times that very yeah, well dude. could have ended three one
2: so it was it, it was getting damn exciting that's for sure
1: yeah it, it was uh it was really fun um you know, Zusi Zusi played fifty five minutes, and and Peter said he's a monster. I wasn't sure if I was going to have to sub him at thirty minutes into the game or forty five. And the fact that he went another ten after the break was tremendous. Yeah,
2: you knew um, he wouldn't go a full. I I just knew it. I was like, if he's still working back from injury, there's no way he goes the full ninety. Cool that he gets the start, but we'll see Jalen in here soon. I'm sure of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and this was um, you know. It's pretty cool because this was Graham Zussi's record-breaking appearance where he became Sporting KC's regular season appearances leader at 295. And guess who he broke the record from? Matt Matt Beazler? It was Matt Beazler. He was tied with Matt Beazler at 294. And on the game, when he plays Matt Beazler for the first time, when Beazler's coming back to Children's Mercy Park, that's when Zussi yeah. breaks the record and takes it for himself.
2: What, so. what did our boy uh, – what did our guy Chad ask uh, – Ask, ask zeus at the
1: end oh chad chad asked if uh, zeus was gonna rub it in in bees's face and and zeus well i i don't know if he Zeus says god no <laughs> um you know he's he said he said god no and then he goes as far as i'm concerned any record that my myself or matt holds whether one of us jumps the other we've done it together so you might as well tattoo both our names in the history books which is really oh, cool we're
2: getting, we getting tattoos
1: <laughs> of, of zeusie and his hair I
2: would get, yeah, I'm just, I would get Zuzi on my body. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> uh, well, you know, depending on if he consents, it might happen. Um, I love him. Don't, don't you say a bad word about him. No, Zuz, man, Zuzi looked good. We'll do it. I thought, we bash him. I thought for the 55 minutes he played, he looked, I mean, what do you expect? It was a dude's first performance back and he looked good. So, yeah, man, I stand. Um, Is
2: that a thing the Gen Zers are
1: saying? Yeah, that's we, what we all stand. the kids say. I stand. Don't really. Know but uh i do it no cap i don't understand no, what any of these words no mean. cap what's that mean i don't know i just know the kids i
2: say saw it. i saw an snl sketch and they did a whole lot of gen z stuff yeah. and i didn't know what they were saying but my wife has gen z uh siblings and she's like this is stupid because i see them talk like this on snapchat all the time and i'm like what does it mean yeah. and i've never felt more old jim
1: i will see 35 i will send just random Gen Z phrases to my youngest brother, Eddie, cause he's 10 years younger than me. He's 20. Yeah. How old is he now? 22? I guess 22. He is. He's 22 now. Um,
2: With the avocado toast. Uh, Eddie's all about that. So
1: he's, he's like, he's definitely Gen Z, but he's like in that like mid to upper age of Gen Z, but he's, he knows what all this means. So I'll just send him random texts. He'll just be like, no cap bet. And he's like, yeah. I, I hate you.
2: Why aren't we on fleek anymore? Is on fleek not a thing?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Bring it back. Gen Z. Uh, we, we sound back on fleek we sound ancient right now
2: yeah i mean know. i still say tight people don't say tight anymore <laughs> sick tight yeah sick, sick burn bruh. <laughs> big one you, you gotta say bruh like your bottom lips lazy bruh. bruh
1: or if you're british you said bruv
2: bruv oh i've been watching too much british television mate
1: taking the piss bruv
2: everyone's no. my mate dude
1: everybody <laughs> um yeah it's uh man speaking of british fans manchester united your club fans they they've been
2: they stormed yeah, the pitch and, man.
1: and they they prevented a game from being playing
2: hey you know what speaking of that I, I was asking the other day how come we didn't storm the pitch when kaku blasted that man in the
1: face? <laughs> just just went to all-out war
2: why didn't we just go i mean yeah ban us all forever whatever you'll never you'll never find me i'm wearing a mask now anyways <laughs> but like why wouldn't we just rush that dude and make him run for the hills? I mean, because we're from Kansas and we're too nice. Probably. That's trash. Next time yeah. that happens, you try to bash someone. I'll be the only one going. I'll be like, guys, <laughs> guys, you don't listen to the podcast. I said, we'd go.
1: I said, we were going to storm the field. Um, no one stormed. Yeah. It How was
2: numbers, dude. You can't arrest us all. You don't have enough jail cells.
1: <laughs> it's pretty funny. Cause you know, all the man you fans were storming the field. And I just speaking of British things, I saw someone they were holding a protest sign, and all the sign said was down with this sort of thing. And I was like, it's the most British protest sign I've ever seen. Where it's just like down with this sort of thing. So I don't know what that means. They're just they're just mad. They're just being like, none of this anymore. Down with this sort of thing. All it's right, just a very we'll get... British phrase. We'll get Sean Goodwin to come right. talk about yeah,
2: I was gonna say, we'll get <laughs> Sean on here to talk fish and chips and jumbly Jews or whatever they eat over there. Mm-hmm. I don't and,
1: know. Um oh god what was it what was the sandwich that we wanted to try oh
2: it was called like a like a crumply buns i don't know, <laughs> Crumpl- crum- crumple bunskin? I don't know.
1: It was a yeah um i don't even remember but we'll we'll, yeah, we'll have show on like another time to talk the old british things the old flung it was like those, a cheese bubby know. or something like that i don't cheese
2: know cheese bubby with with a side of beans and rice i don't remember
1: yep um <laughs> yeah man <laughs> zeus he took the lead uh took the record he, he very much shared it with matt and you know, i mean they they shared a nice moment after the game where they exchanged jerseys and took photos and whatnot and uh slow danced a little bit zeus i don't know if you watched or just listened to the post-game press conference yeah it I, seemed, I watched and listened it seemed to me he might have been a little emotional like his voice yeah
2: but he's very soft-spoken anyways how do you really know
1: he is but like i don't know someone else you had asked to make me, fun of him but make fun No, of no, 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 feelings? no, not at all. I just, I was, I I, will. As, if anything, I stand. it's cool. I stand. Uh, <laughs> if anything, I was just like, I mean, I, I don't blame him at all. I mean, no, I, he came back from the injury. He broke the club record and he had, you know, he said this club means everything to me. It's the one I've played for and the only one I know and the only one I'd like to play for. Then playing against Beesler, I wouldn't blame him. Honestly, it'd be weird if he wasn't emotional. Yeah, dude. I, it just uh hugged know. him why
2: the hell didn't you
1: hug him man you i were was there. not there physically in the press conference where were you zoomed in from were you like in your car no we're just in the press box area we just kind of go sit You're down at Zoomed the in, in the
2: press box just yeah. like two stories away
1: yeah and there's like that seven so seven reporters all with their laptops all together in the same room all individually zooming in so
2: that's weird I and mean, it seems like a waste of bandwidth
1: well and it's weird because when they ask the questions it's on delay so i hear chad talking you know two seconds ahead of what i'm hearing it through the computer so yeah you're you're chad pissing off peter again right right he didn't piss off peter this time although he did appreciate your uh your shout out to to him getting his second vaccine in which he told me he is now fully vaccinated oh he's
2: safe to hang out with me all right update (laughs) (laughs) yeah chad
1: so um but no this was you know look That's a big win for Sporting KC. And if you look at the XG for the game, 2.67 for Sporting KC. That was 0.89 for Austin. This game should have ended 2-1, and that's what it did. It ended 2-1. That's
2: crazy, and that's how numbers
1: work. I don't don't get that. Those
2: are numbers. That's math.
1: I love it. Or as uh, the British call it, maths with an S on the end.
2: Oh, they have multiple maths in England? They just
1: call it, I enjoy maths. So What? I don't know. Get
2: Mr. Goodwin back on here. (laughs) I need to know... What kind of math? So is algebra a math and geometry is a math?
1: They're all different types of of math. They're
2: maths. Yeah. That's hard to say. It is hard to
1: say. Yeah. But we'll get Sean. We'll get We'll talk about British things. Um, Let's look at some of these questions here. Uh, Drake Ewing. This is more of some comments, but we'll read them. I think Vermees has switched up his gameplay style for sporting, less holding the ball in possession um, while trying to quickly counter and create opportunities for our attackers. Uh, I mean, sporting this year has probably been a little bit less possession based, and but they're still doing Seems the high press, which is yeah. different. So, I don't know. It's just dependent on personnel.
2: So, yeah, it just depends. It just depends.
1: Uh, he said that he also thought Shadowy looked dangerous yesterday, and the no other pod stock continues to rise. So, That's
2: right, dude. We're feeling hot, man. We're feeling good. Dan- just get him on here, dude. We need the Daniel spot, dude. Where it's just. Me and him, one-on-one, Daniel to Daniel, just talking shop, man.
1: Yeah. Well, Maybe and- we got
2: our dogs on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Drake wasn't the, uh, the only one. There was another, another person who I'm trying to find where it is now, but someone said something about uh, – um, here it is, Allie. Um, so, Stacy Folk, who writes for Blue Testament, had, had tweeted that, you know, friendly reminder, sporting remains unbeaten when Daniel Shalloway starts. And Allie came back and replied, friendly reminder that he scores after being on no other pod.
2: Oh my! Okay. Well, (laughs) he hasn't he hasn't scored uh, since being on here. So it's like, is that supposed to be like a monthly thing,
1: or is it is that too? How
2: much shallow is too much shallowy?
1: I mean, it depends on like, are you guys going to get for you or me or Johnny? Because we all have different different answers to that question.
2: I mean, I don't know people that listen to this. I mean, do do, would you know (laughs) just give them a give them a guest spot or something? Give them a a weekly segment, little segment, right?
1: yep uh maybe he can
2: read our manscaped ads <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if he'll want
1: to do that that'd um, be fun he should buy one daniel gooden another daniel says thoughts on Ilya. the goal was nice um but he's getting beat badly every time and it sucked mm. um and i think you know i said this part way through the game too I'm I'm really glad Ilya scored, but he does seem like he might be a little bit of a liability. He keeps he's not fast enough to to cover. So when they get behind him, you know, then Austin attackers or opposing team attackers have twenty to thirty yards of free space to run right at that back line, and it's leaving the back line a little bit without cover.
2: It's rough, so, right? But what do you say to the man who scored your goal? Well, that's you know? the thing.
1: I mean, did you like him enough at center back that if Pungch isn't doing it for you and you don't necessarily trust Kaveh Rad and EC still hurt. Do you think about putting Ilya back there at center back?
2: That's a pretty goddamn interesting statement.
1: I mean, it, it worked. Really is. It worked, and he's done it a couple times before. So let's see here. Uh, Eric Martinez, what's up with putting Rad in and quickly taking him out? I think we talked about that. That's just he needed another yeah. attacker
2: in there. It just had to happen. We had to have something.
1: Yeah. Uh, James Owens, does PB have any clue what the best 11 looks like for this team right now? I mean, yes. And I don't think they're all available yet. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's probably true. And he still says you need about 10 games to know what you really have. And and we're what, four games in? I think he'd
2: really like uh, EC in there uh, to start. And I don't know where he stands on Ilié and Remy Walter and even Kinda in that mix. I'm just like, Still why is our designated player on the bench it's it's just kind of weird right yeah but then Kinda comes in and like has some defensive mistakes but then he scores a goal and it's like i don't care about anything but that <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh here's here's the the guy you're gonna have to fight brendan m says glad to have Zusi back but he looked a bit old out there oh, you, you think he's not opinion. fully fit yet or his age catching up to him brendan you're not fully fit brendan brendan that was his first sorry, game sorry. back in months that was An outburst. i mean the dude went 10 minutes longer than was scheduled
2: yeah, so. I uh, I get heated. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try <laughs> to defend too much, but come on, man, Zeusy was out there doing the thing. The dude was still looks great, right? I will say there were a few times where he was like, "Oh shit, that's my guy." Like he had an "Oh shit, that's my guy" moment a few times. Yeah, I And mean, but he made he made up for it, and I thought he had some great freaking Zeusy crosses. Oh yeah, hitting Daniel on the backside all the time. Oh my god! Every time he was going Daniel, it was nuts.
1: Vintage Zeusy. Loved it, thing. dude.
2: I was um, I, I was objectifying him with with, <laughs> you know, with handsome comments and stuff. It was probably uncalled for, but I can't help myself. <laughs> uh,
1: Stephen Turwelp, we just got a couple more here. Says, that, ah, this is a take. He says we got bailed out by Austin. Didn't really deserve the win, but three points is three points. And then he yeah. said, also, Daniel would have scored two goals had he just come on the pod. So Steven, this is the thing. A, I, dude
2: daniel shallow on the pod is definitely a thing does uh, he know this does daniel know this
1: i probably not yet but you know if people tweet at him and tell him they want him back on no other pod then maybe he'll do it
2: oh shit get the tweets going y'all but you know that is a take though steven i mean like i don't know if we were handed this by any means Uh, i think we earned it at the end grinding
1: yeah i mean so if you look at the xg like i said because you know y'all know i'm about the xg uh (laughs) you do love that we actually consistently had better and more chances than Austin. And we were leading on XG the entire game, the red card happened. And then there was a clear shift where we had even more after that, but I don't think I would say that we were bailed out. I think they had one good moment. And Peter kind of said this in his post-game press conferences too, you know, they had one good moment where they caught us quick on the counter off of, uh, you know, the high press. Other than that, you know, outside of a wonder shot from Pochettino and, you know, one other lapse in concentration that Zussi was real pissed about after the game. Uh, yeah. They didn't have a ton of opportunity. So.
2: I, I agree, man. And, you, you know, when a team gets red carded, they, they tend to pack it in and it becomes actually more difficult for the team that has more men. And I was worried about that, dude. I was like, we're not going to be able to break this down. Nothing's going to come of this. And it, and it happened, man. Because mm-hmm. I think if you ask players, they even say, like, actually, it's a lot harder. You know, well, when, when
1: they're when you're up a man, and they, they switched to a five man back line. So, exactly, they just they were
2: packing it in. They Josh Wolf knew what he was doing, man.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, he, he even said in the presser, I think, uh, how going a man down really killed him. He yeah. kind of blamed it on that, and it was like, you know what, why not blame it on your fucking slack jaw defending? How about that? <laughs> okay, how about you blame it on our small midfielders able to get a header? Where's Beasley at now? Sorry, Beast, but you can suck it because we won.
1: and then uh, connor bateman said great win but the back line is still concerning to me if ec is hurt who should start next to Fontas? i wouldn't mind trying ilia out at center back more It would give walter the sixth spot and our midfield wouldn't be as easy to move the ball through for other teams Connor. well
2: rest in peace our hitman botan barat because i would have liked that you know botan was just a monster yeah uh but i mean good for cave for getting some time I, I don't think that's where he's gonna be forever. But if Punchetz isn't the guy right now, Peter's gonna th- do that. You know, yeah. Peter's gonna give him time.
1: Yeah. So
2: Fontas is having decent time, dude. Fontas looks kind of good. I mean, I, I let's not get crazy. Let's not get crazy. I, I think I said decent. Uh but it's he's getting there. And I as he says he's the fastest center back in the world. No, absolutely not, but that's okay biesler looked fast too by the way speaking of fast center backs Beasler looked like he pulled a hamstring one time i was like ouch dude you were kicking it yeah
1: well you you know he looked quick tracking back i I mean depends who he's running against
2: did you see we ran at him all game like they wanted to expose biesler they wanted to make him work
1: yeah that's fantastic he's not known as the most athletic center back in the league so true but he was going like toe toe to toe with
2: with Polito and daniel at times i was like dude we're going at matt i
1: mean it's because we want a to shake point him. Of pride yeah well
2: so. yeah you want to shake him you want to see how if he's rattled coming back here playing at home why wouldn't you
1: yeah um look i know steven said he, he thought that you know we got lucky and were bailed out but matt doyle after the game he says uh you know sporting didn't panic after going down one zero 0 They committed to pressing Austin and eventually carved out chance after chance. In short, they dominated. Brat Stuver, the Austin FC keeper, had himself a hell of a day and needed some good luck to keep it just 2-1. And then he says, I've been down on sporting, but they looked really, really good for the vast majority of the game. They used the press and the ball to create chances. So, um,
2: Matt Doyle. Y'all need to listen. Listen to Doyle. Doyle knows stuff. Doyle probably uses Manscaped. Why wouldn't he? (laughs) <laughs> but they you he, he knows things about sporting man
1: so it was a hell of a game and then the, the emotion after the game was zeus and uh, and bees exchanging their shirts and then beesler came over with uh, a, a new sporting shirt this year's shirt he must have worked with the uh, the kit man and it had number five on the back and it just said thank you and he held it up and gave it to the cauldron and then um he gave them a letter uh, that basically just i'm not going to read the whole thing you can see it uh, online yeah, it's online. But it, it just expressed his appreciation for the fans and how much he loves kansas city and he says there will certainly be a time and place to look back and celebrate those memories together and i look forward to that day so okay it's, it's,
2: yeah very nice he didn't have to write a letter i don't no. think anyone expected that i don't think anyone expected him to like gift a jersey no. uh kind of weird that this was all hyped up i mean the, the only hype was hey matt beasler's coming back it, he played here for 10 years. Like, this is cool. No one was like, I wonder if he'll write a letter to people, you know? Right. That's not a thing. People don't do that.
1: Handwritten letter. So yeah. pretty cool.
2: See, um, I would have gone with Comic Sans, you know what I mean? He didn't need to.
1: <laughs> he should have just typed it up. You uh, think
2: he wrote it after the game? You think he went in the back no. and was like,
1: I need a piece of paper, staff Quick. No, he, he clearly thought. I mean, write my feelings. He had to think it out in order to... Uh, to get that jersey printed up ahead of time
2: yeah and who even has an envelope anymore where do you even find
1: envelopes <laughs> i need not i gotta mail something so i need an envelope um, jesus now we're talking adult stuff <laughs> johnny like, russell, i don't
2: know i need to go to staples
1: <laughs> johnny russell made team of the week which is cool so congrats he? To johnny. okay
2: he did i missed that today i've been off
1: off i off the grid off of the grid um yeah I'm he made World. team of the week he was the only one but he's on there um and now we go into a couple more games you said three games in eight days we have a midweek game on the road at houston and then we come back yeah, sunday right. to play vancouver at children's mercy park could so this potentially uh,
2: be a could next week be a double victory pod potentially talking about two victories could be yeah because houston will be Vino. wednesday
1: and then yeah vancouver on sunday
2: right now don't get me wrong I think Houston's allowed to have a lot of fans in their stadium. You're gonna think it's COVID times, but it's really just their amount of fans. So just <laughs> it's gonna be okay. It's just Houston Dynamo.
1: If I were Houston, I would continue to say we're only allowing five thousand fans into the stadium due to safety protocols because then yeah. they won't have to admit that they can only get five thousand fans in their stadium even if it's fully right. open.
2: It's still it's COVID protocols, I swear. Uh guys, we're we're past that. No, no, we we still got a hot spot here.
1: Yeah, we're still <laughs> even though we're in Texas, we're Everything crazy happens, and there are tigers just roaming around the streets of Houston. Yeah, dude. Houston, (laughs) no mask,
2: no shirt. You don't even have to wear pants if you don't want to, man. Houston's crazy.
1: Literal tigers walking down neighborhood streets in Houston. I don't know if you saw that today since you've been off the grid, but. That was today. Yeah, I
2: just, I've been kind of off my phone, man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: In Houston, tiger just walking down a neighborhood street. An off duty cop was out there with his gun, didn't shoot it, but was like keeping an eye on it. A dude just walks out of a house, corrals the tiger, takes it back into his house and then huh? just drives off with the tiger comes out later that the dude who has the tiger is a murder suspect. Who's out on $250,000 bail. And I'm like, maybe the murder suspect shouldn't have a tiger just walking around the neighborhood. Houston is coming off of a draw against FC Dallas. And uh, yeah, they're, they're going to try to get back on track. They only have one win from their opening, opening uh, victory against the San Jose earthquakes.
2: So well, aren't they aren't the houston dynamo fc
1: now yeah they underwent a rebrand their rebrand actually was okay because every other rebrand sucks what do you mean it was okay all they did was add fc i mean their logo looks good i like their new logo i mean
2: they didn't change colors or nothing dude they just... no.
1: well neither did columbus except now they're columbus sc and they have this trash ass logo because they didn't follow okay. the fire and see what happened there
2: <laughs> You said they went to Fiverr for the logo?
1: No, no they didn't follow what happened with the fire and realize, oh, oh, we gosh. shouldn't do a trash rebrand and then have everybody I hate us. Guess. I, <laughs>
2: thought, I thought you said Columbus Crew went to Fiverr no. to have someone commission their logo for five bucks.
1: <laughs> no. Um, and then we come back against uh, Vancouver. And, you know, Vancouver, they're, they're coming off a 2-0 win uh, against Montreal, but they play on the road against Minnesota on Wednesday, and then they come to us on Sunday. So they're starting a four-game road trip here. Um, nice. I, if we come out of these next two games with four points, I'll be happy. That's kind of my, my yeah. feeling.
2: One on the road, three at home next Sunday, this Sunday. It's, uh, it's going to be cool, man. Dude, daytime game on Sunday, pretty jacked for that.
1: Yeah, it's going to be pretty One cool. One o'clock, man. It's going to be pretty cool. Um, going to be able to get out there, uh, get back nice and early, have a, a night in before going to work. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be pretty cool. So excited solid, for solid that time. Um, anyway, I yeah, I mean, I think a draw is very likely on Wednesday. Houston always is tough for us for some reason, even though they don't have Albert Thelise anymore. Um, his speed has yeah. killed us i still just they've think, lost
2: a couple of people that used to kill us
1: yeah i still think a draw is kind of what i'm feeling wednesday but then i think we win at home on sunday against vancouver yeah
2: i think so too uh obviously a win on wednesday would be uh better it wouldn't be surprising to win on wednesday no but, not at uh, all wouldn't it be cool to turn these eight days into nine western conference points
1: that would be wild, man.
2: If Western we can conference, do that, dude, this is a week that makes you,
1: that would be, I mean, if you look at, if you look at what the, if, if we were able to get a full nine points in the Western conference, um, I mean, that would catapult us right out. You know, we're in fifth place right now, seven points through four games, Seattle's in first place, 10 points through four games. That would put us first or second place. I mean, I don't know what Seattle schedule looks like, but I mean, if we were able to get the full nine points, we'd be right up there near the top so yeah man it'd be pretty cool but i don't know i mean the the only other real big news this week is this trash rebrand from columbus crew which first off it's weird to me that they're doing a rebrand a month into a season like if you're gonna do this don't you do this in the off season like i don't understand what is happening where they decide a month into the season. Oh, by the way, we're gonna change our name and change our logo and change basically our club identity.
2: Yeah, that's kind of different. But uh we'll have to keep an eye on that. I think someone said uh rest in peace to their uh social media person. Or yeah. pour one out for the social media person. Pour one out, I think yeah. the who said this? I think they said social media intern, and I think that upsets you when people call uh social media people interns. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, and that's like a weird thing for me because I used to work in social media and part of me is like, man, people, social media is a legitimate job. Like it's not just interns anymore. To
2: do, right?
1: I, I have a hand in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just, I don't but know. But you're just an intern. <laughs> I do I'm feel sure. bad. I do feel bad for whoever is running the social media because even though they're guaranteed not an intern, they almost certainly did not have a hand in making this decision. Um, right
2: but they're definitely getting ripped up which is why the poor one out thing i think makes sense and it's kind of funny
1: yeah it's um who said that
2: oh i don't remember i have to go back oh and, i thought someone responded to us uh saying the, that
1: M- uh, ian Siebert might have been one that said it i think Oh, okay um i saw a couple sassy. other people i call say him it. sassy ian, sassy sassy ian. Says sassy ian. he does go. that um yeah i don't know it's just it's bad. Columbus SC, or why Why are we just doing the same thing where City and then SCFC, their logo is terrible. Their current crest, the round one with the checkerboard and yeah. everything, I think yeah. is one of the best looking crests in the league.
2: I think it's great. I don't know why they need to do something else, you know?
1: Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just pretty, um, pretty sad that this new ownership group was able to come in and save the crew and then kind of dismantle their club identity
2: exactly so,
1: and it's weird because i say our name's columbus sc but we're still going to call ourselves the crew even though we're not the columbus crew anymore so and, and at that point i'm just like why you're just changing for the sake no. of change and nobody asked for this
2: no one's going to acknowledge that shit we're not going to acknowledge you
1: but that's why man i don't blame casey woso for taking their time and getting some input and trying to do this right
2: take the time dude and i like casey's crest man i like their woso crest I don't even know if that needs to change, you know, just give them a name.
1: I would not be upset at all if their current crest ended up staying their permanent crest, regardless of what their name becomes.
2: I don't know, dude. They might change both. I think on my survey, I said, I think I was like, don't change the crest.
1: I would, I would not want to change the crest if it were up to me, but they yeah well, i was gonna say they didn't ask me they did ask me because i'm a founding member so i did get to respond with my oh, that's true my thoughts so i Hell told yeah. them i like the crest well but, when you
2: come to a, let me know when you come to a game sometime we oh, I will. we got the best bleacher seats in the
1: house there you go hopefully no little children will be throwing baseballs up around in uh, front of us
2: bleacher butt is assured <laughs>
1: um i think you know that's about all we got this week you have anything else for well, yeah, for our good listeners
2: no dude i'm interested to see everyone go to manscaped uh even <laughs> you ladies so you can ladyscape. that's a thing too you know don't don't think that uh your bushy man has to trim his stuff you, you can trim your bushes it's fine
1: <laughs> buy something for your significant other you can do whatever you want so this is that moment where chad's like you really don't cut anything out yep, exactly <laughs> He said, he goes, I, I figured it's usually when Dan says something and you're sitting there trying to figure out in your mind, are you going to cut this out or not? So
2: Yeah, like it's just sometimes it's accidental insensitivity. It's, it's just, it happens, you know, but sometimes we just leave it in. But I'll tell you what, no other pod, all caps. Is that what you said? No yeah. other pod?
1: No other pod, all caps, all no caps. spaces.
2: Did you try it low, uh, low,
1: lowercase? It's all caps? I, I didn't try it lowercase. They told me all caps no, is they what to do. You all caps. So yeah. you're just
2: following directions.
1: I am. I want that 20% oh, off and free global shipping.
2: Yeah, that's true, man. Global yeah. shipping. So it. it's cool. I'm excited to see everyone doing it. Don't take pictures of you using it. No, I don't please, need to see uh, that on Twitter no, or anything.
1: I don't think anybody thought that they were going to.
2: Well, they might have because I was going to say, show us your pictures. And no, then I was like, I don't, don't want to say that. Don't do that. It's freaking Mardi Gras or shave nutball trimmers over here. Anywho, on Any that who, note, let's move it. Bathroom buddy. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, we're just happy we're back here with a victory pod and we're hoping we're going to be here with a double victory pod next week, but, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at no other pod at Dan at JC max 3 same handles for Instagram. Make sure you like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash no other pod. Send us an email, no other pod at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, maybe, um, Go get your manscaped, but then also head over to hellotushy.com slash no other and get 10% off your hello tushy bidet. And you're never gonna want to poop in a bathroom that doesn't have a bidet ever again. It's the so. worst. I don't <laughs> ever want to do it. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for for listening with us. We'll be back next week after the two games. But until then, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch you all later. See ya. Ladyscape trademark.
2: <laughs>